Question Podcast. Hello and welcome to Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is Kat. Hey. Joining us today is Rocky. Hey. And I'm here. The dream team is in the house. (laughs) Often, we don't really strive to talk about anything particularly topical because often we record multiple episodes in one night and, you know, sometimes episodes are recorded like three weeks ago. No, I'm just going to break the fourth wall. away the secret. Well, sorry, (laughs) listeners, I don't have any fucking time in my life. (laughs) It's hard to get an episode out every week. And finding the time to record it as well. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. But anyway, there's a sort of breaking piece of news that's happening today. <laughs> and since I'll have edited this out in the next two or three days and got it out, it seems appropriate to talk about. Hopefully it'll still be topical. Well, I, ex- I assume so. People aren't going to stop hating on women anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a new Doctor Who. And it's a woman. Dun, and dun, Twitter dun. appears to find this <laughs> somewhat challenging. Now, before we start yeah. talking about Twitter... I happened to be linked to something yesterday where it was it was rumoured very heavily that the Doctor Who was going to be female and the Daily Mail printed a story about it. Now, I didn't read the story, but somebody sent me an article where it was showing the comments from the story. I've never watched Doctor Who, so I just don't have a frame of reference for it. It kind of looks a load of shit to me, so I really don't know why anyone <laughs> is... Anyone on the for women or against women side is actually all that invested in it. It just looks fucking bobbins. <laughs> but anyway, somebody had kind of superimposed the comment on whatever it is graphic that sits in the background of Doctor Who. I'll obviously put some episode images down. First one was, no one wants a TARDIS full of bras. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess we don't. Do we not? I mean... I don't, well, would I don't it have, wear would a bra, it have, well, so I, I mean, don't need, I don't need bras. If we're talking undergarments, wouldn't all the other doctors have just had TARDISes full of underpants? Do we want that? I mean, can these doctors not be responsible for their own underwear? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, this is written by Brian from London. Brian. I think he probably would, the closest he's ever going to get to a <laughs> vagina is probably sniffing the underwear. So That's very true. I feel like he's sort of slightly incorrect in his assertion. Mm. I mean, you know, I think he's probably the type of person that if he met this, it's Jodie Whittaker, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who she is, by the way. I don't recognise her, but I feel like I know the name. But anyway, I feel if he, if he met this Jodie Whittaker in the TARDIS and her bra was on the floor, <laughs> that he'd automatically have an instant hard-on. Yeah. So do you think this is like jealousy that she's in a she's in a role that's powerful more powerful than brian from london yeah and, and he, also isn't wearing a bra <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's gonna you know he's just yeah. want to jizz all over it is there, i mean I is there something to do is. with the tardis which forces women to remove their bras well i always thought of the tardis as female i don't know about anybody else well, I don't know. I've never watched no, it. No, I've never watched it either, really. So we're really well placed to comment on a Doctor Who <laughs> well, story, aren't we? You know, they, they sort of... I'm pretty certain that other Doctors have referred to it as she, and they don't lose their shit over that. Like, well, um, the convention is for seafaring crafts uh, yeah. to call them she, which I've always thought was weird. Boats but the, are women. the difference with the TARDIS is that it's... it's not a boat. It's, a, <laughs> it's not a boat, yes. <laughs> And um, it's supposed to have some kind of consciousness to it. So it it is a police telephone box. Now, what's kind of interesting for our international listeners, you don't don't see these things anymore. They don't exist. I I suspect they did once, but it's been a very long time since they existed. I did notice in London, 
or somewhere around the embankment. So somewhere around the somewhere in the middle of the city, but right on the river, there is like a an a sort of single police telephone, but it's not inside a box. It's actually locked. It's like a big iron. It looks like it's been there for two hundred years. It's very strange looking. And that's the only time I've ever seen an outside police telephone because people got fucking mobile phones now. And even before mobile phones, they had walkie-talkies. And radio. Yeah. And radio. <laughs> they didn't need a police telephone box. So I don't know where I'm going with this. Me neither. Yeah, okay. Let's move, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move back to the female, okay. female doctor. Next, next One, comment. The BBC are trying to brainwash your children. <laughs> So what? That women exist? That women exist. That's <laughs> shocking and <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> that women do stuff other than raise children and cook wow. your meals. That a woman could be a doctor. I mean, that's just a disgusting Ooh, thought. Surely that's not legal. No, surely not. I mean, it's immoral know, is what it is. Yeah. Do you know what? I can't believe nobody's questioned the fact that he keeps... Con- Say he loosely. The oh, doctor. this is a different person commenting. No, 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 about I know, but I meant the, the character, the doctor. Nobody's ever asked him, like... Are you an actual doctor? Yeah, where is qualifications? Where's his qualifications? And the thing that people are losing their shit about is that it's a female, that it's a woman. Nobody's even asked whether he's an actual doctor. The, there is a sort of interesting narrative of this, the idea that the BBC are trying to brainwash us all. You see that a lot from sort of right-wing opinion. And what I never really understand about that is, if they're doing that, they're really fucking shit at it. I've always been of the opinion that they're the opposite way because their coverage of things like Jeremy Corbyn in the last few years has been appalling yeah it is like really awful people like Laura Koonsberg who is a fucking disgrace I'm just going to put that out there now I, I, I will have an episode image of her being a disgrace yes you should I don't really know who she is fucking but... Tory bitch she's been slagging off Jeremy Corbyn for like months and months and every story that comes out about Jeremy Corbyn she'll put this kind of spin on it like radical crazy Jeremy Corbyn has come and said this but all these normal people think this like it's this really obvious slant like it's really awful she's fucking she's terrible I have noticed the BBC having it's it's more a kind of a mission of stories like there's just some things yeah, they won't touch definitely there's so much because I watch Channel 4 News most evenings and I listen to, I listen to the radio in the morning as so I listen to Radio 4 so I listen to like the one the, the Today programme which is a lot of people would say somewhat has a right wing slant so I kind of get both sides and there's so much that features on the Channel 4 News that you just don't even they don't mention on the BBC at all like it's like it, it's like it never happened it's crazy the BBC, conceptually, I quite like as an idea. Yeah. I just, I don't like its current I do, it's, it's the news, it's the, they're, they're I think the BBC they're, is an organisation, I think their programming is really good for the most part. Well, not, but, they do Doctor Who. Or apart from Doctor Who, which is shit. But the news is just, it's so, it's either bias or it's, yeah, like you say, it, it just exempts certain things that they don't want to. Like, for example, when there was like loads of protests in the last few weeks against the government and stuff and anti-austerity just protests. Just didn't mention it. Yeah, just doesn't make the BBC at all like it never happened. Can How I, many people have to go on a protest for it to happen? For it good to question. I don't know. Can I just question the brainwashing part of it? I think the only thing that the BBC are trying to brainwash children about is pretending that BBC doesn't stand for big black cock. <laughs> <laughs> Does it actually? Which is your favourite type of? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, every time somebody, I mean, do they not realise that with the kids right now, whenever it's abbreviated to BBC, they must they must see it written down and being like, oh my god, 
Yeah. That's very well yeah. endowed black that is an acro- That is an acronym you see in porn totally. a lot. I know. Not that I watch porn. That's if the- I did, I'd see that. <laughs> that's the brainwashing part. Yes. Okay, next. <laughs> I like this one. This is written by Andy from the country. Andy the from the country? <laughs> yeah. Which country? <laughs> Good question. Does Ta- he mean countryside? Or does he mean... It just says Andy from the country. Now, be- remember, BBC programming does actually get broadcast around the world. And I think of that more of a North American kind of style. They say the country rather than the countryside. So maybe maybe they're Canadian or something. And lots of BBC stuff gets over to Canada. Anyway, time travel is for men and men only. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. I mean, I, I don't even know if there's anything we can actually say in response to that. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like you might feel the same way about the next one, too. Oh. Political correctness should not exist in space. <laughs> That's got to be a joke, surely. No one could be that fucking stupid. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Good God. That was written by Cheryl from Humberside. That's inside the minds of the Daily Mail. That's frightening. Daily Mail commenters. <laughs> and since that point... Mm-hmm. Whoever this wench is, I don't. I've forgotten her name already. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. No, <laughs> you're talking about the actress who we're defending, and you just called her wench. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I feel like I, I transcend sides in terms of debates. <laughs> Transcending uh, for purpose, gender for the purposes of the podcast, you transcend <laughs> sides. Yeah, as we will get to shortly. <laughs> So since since it's been announced, there has been a hashtag, not my doctor. Mm-hmm. Actually, the hashtag had been around for quite a while since I went back right to the beginning of it, and it's been around for over a year. Oh, really? And it's been used for all kinds of stuff. Uh, okay. But the hashtag currently is being used in reference to people not necessarily loving that Jodie Whittaker is the new Doctor Who. And Kat has a bunch of the funnier tweets. <laughs> that... Yeah, I do. So I went through earlier and found some... Rather amusing little uh, bro flakes, <laughs> I believe they're now called. We've got Stephen, who says, Oh, for fuck's sake, they actually did the gender switch stupidity. Not watching anymore. Hashtag not my doctor. Poor Stephen. Gender, I mean, gender switch <laughs> stupidity. Yeah, gender like, switch stupidity. What's, what I find interesting about the whole thing is that then he's not really... He's already switching gender. He's just coming back as a different person. So like, it's fine that he comes back as 13 different people. But if it's a woman, yeah. well, that's just stupid. I mean, in terms of setting, you know, kids' expectations about death, they're not really doing a very good job. Like, you will come back 13 times. <laughs> Doesn't really matter whether it's a woman or not. Then we've also got um, women have their own heroes, like Ripley, Buffy and Wonder Woman. There's no need to take away role models for men. Hashtag not my. Doctor. Are any of these your heroes, Kat? Uh, no, they're not. Funnily enough. Do you have any female heroes? That's an interesting question. No. You, just <laughs> uh, like just actually, like female friends, you don't have any female heroes. Scully from X Files is one of my female heroes. Yeah, Scully. And do you I know think what? She's you could... a fucking 
awesome character. And you could actually almost normalise her into that being an actual person. Whereas, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but <laughs> Wonder Woman, Buffy yeah. and Ripley are not, fucking are not exactly real. relatable. No, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, normal women don't really go around killing vampires or, you know, I'd love to see to save like, the world. A, uh, somebody who's just graduated university going out into the world of work, dresses up as fucking Wonder Woman <laughs> and goes to an interview. I feel so empowered. <laughs> Uh, yes. So yeah, uh, to which somebody did reply to this uh, gentleman to say, I hope you're trolling, to which he replied, nope, I'm fucking not. This is total bullshit and I won't be watching it and regrettably, neither will my sons, hashtag not my doctor. <laughs> neither will. Was this the person who was Canadian? It is the person who was Canadian, yes. Where, where in Canada did he live? Uh, Ontario, Canada. I think. Ontario. Yeah, this is PJ Lowry from Ontario. We've That's got actually civilization as well. Yeah. We've got another one from him as well. He was a gold mine. Uh, thanks, BBC, for caving into social pressure and folding like a cheap suit. I won't be watching until this mistake is corrected. Hashtag not my doctor. Folding like a cheap suit. Mm-hmm. Is he suggesting that suits can't fold? I, 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 that seems to Only be what he's suggesting. Fold. When you buy an expensive suit, it's made out of wood. <laughs> it's, it's made of steel. <laughs> um, we've got some other beautiful tweets such as fuck the BBC for ruining Doctor Who hashtag rest in peace doctor rest uh, in peace doctor yeah Different rest in peace hashtag. doctor hope she gets kicked out after one series hashtag not my doctor now that I know who that one is because I looked at yeah. that tweet as well that have you actually looked friend at, Leon have you looked at his profile I have briefly yes because he's into he's into Doctor <laughs> Who cosplay <laughs> It's probably because it's just ruined his opportunity to dress up as Doctor Who. What was he going to wear to the conventions for the next year? (laughs) He doesn't want to go cross-dressing. No. Well, one thing I I don't really get, though, is what does he mean by kicked out? Yeah, kicked out, because people will be so outraged (laughs) that this person is a woman that they're just going to be like, we're going to be protests on the street? I mean... I think there'll be lots of people with placards outside um, W1A tomorrow. I think so. Well, I don't really get though. Like, he means sacked clearly. Yeah. But it's sacked almost, for it's, being a woman. It's not like a club. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no bouncers aren't just going to go in and go. Do you know what? You're a fucking shit doctor. Yeah, you're I'm out. Drag you out now. You're out, love. We've also got a classic tweet that begins. I'm not sexist, but. This is a stupid choice. Hashtag not my doctor. I'm not anything but. No. <laughs> it does not usually, well, it usually means that they are. So. Yeah, usually. It's usually the whole kind of, <laughs> I'm not racist, but it usually begins in that usual way. And then we've got the, 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 the I think the best one that I, I like to end on would be um, this one from A Clockwork Orange. I bet the 14th doctor will be a transgendered Muslim. Hashtag Doctor Who. Hashtag not my doctor. I really so, wish that they yeah. are a transgendered Muslim. Yeah, just and to then, piss him off. And then I really hope that he suffers like a horrific car accident. <laughs> and the doctor that saves him is a transgendered <laughs> Muslim woman. Oh, God. People. Men, mostly. Don't hate on us all. Yeah, not all of us are like that. We just hope you take men. the piss. Not all men. I know, but you are the, also the prime issue. Yeah, liberal snowflakes <laughs> and shit. All right, 
well, I think we should move on. I think we should. So the next thing to talk about is something somebody linked me to the other day. Inspirobot. This is a randomly generated inspirational quote meme generator. Does it display the image or does it just give you the quote? It displays the image and the quote. (gasps) Amazing. (laughs) Does Does it use like meme generator... Or is it, is it just random images with the quote? I really want to see this. Well, we're going to see. <gasps> Amazing. And I will take photos of the ones that we find interesting. So let's generate one. Maybe lost moments can become solutions when you learn to open your mind. Is it got a question mark? It does have a question mark. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so strange. It started as a, as a statement and has now got a question mark at the end of it. What is strange is, like, some of them often make no grammatical sense whatsoever so it isn't just like a bunch of pre-assigned quote full quotes and then some random images no this is actually like generating the actual text or part generating it it's really strange in places do another let's do another a taxidermist is someone who doesn't know that he's a taxidermist I'm going to take a picture of this one. How does he not know? (laughs) I'm pretty sure you'd know. Is this like, because we were just kind of touching on it a second ago about I'm not racist, but like the kind of person who says that tends to be racist, but these don't realise they are. I mean, I'm very much of the opinion. I mean, well, I'm I'm of the opinion of two things. One is absolutely everybody is actually a little bit racist. Hmm. Whoever you are, I agree. It, it's in all of us, unfortunately. In some capacity, yeah, I agree. It's that it, includes black people and Asian people and every other person. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. Yeah, the, the internal bias is in everyone. Mm-hmm. It's you a know, tribal thing, isn't it? It's it like is a, a tribal thing. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, it's a horrible fact that in this country, you know, white people are in the ascendancy, so it kind of benefits us more. But like the actual underlying mm. prejudice, yeah, I think that's in everybody. Yeah. It's also, you know, generate, you know, a bit socially manipulated as well, but it all comes from a place. But anyway, the kind of point of being, so no one knows that they're racist and no one knows that they're a taxidermist. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I mean, it's not a concept though. You're like, <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Yeah, when you're when you're taking an animal apart with the intention to stuff it, does it not cross your mind? I'm a taxidermist. This is what I'm doing. I've got a knife and it's dripping with blood. What am I doing? Would you consider yourself a taxidermist, cat? I mean, you've uh, done an taxidermist. Amateur taxidermist. Let's go for another quote. Nuclear physics is quite like a dream, but not for some people. Why is she like staring out into the abyss? Like. It doesn't make any sense, does it? (laughs) It's like so profound, but it's complete bollocks. But could you explain why that's funny? I don't know. It's just read it it again. We need to break this down. Nuclear physics is quite like a dream. Okay, but not for some people. It's that bit. It's the not for some people. (laughs) So basically, the people who were who (laughs) the people who actually study it. Aren't just dreaming. <laughs> They're actually <Yeah>. doing <laughs> nuclear physics. They are actually an, a nuclear physicist. <laughs> is that what it's saying? No, nuclear <laughs> physics is quite like a dream. Yeah, but... But not you... for some people. <laughs> so does that mean that, like, in the nuclear physics, entry-level nuclear physics degree course, there are some people where they're taking it seriously and then some people who are 
dreaming. They're thinking about the next person they're going to have sex with. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit niche, really, isn't it? Like, it's quite niche. An inspirational quote for those for people who are sat in yeah, a nuclear physicist. nuclear physicists. <laughs> <laughs> Physics class. <laughs> Just like wasting away their life. Pretty niche. <laughs> okay. Think that you're bright. Tell yourself every day that you're well suited for reproduction. <laughs> Think that you're a great consumer. <laughs> I am well suited for reproduction. <laughs> what is it look like? She's dying. <laughs> She's going towards the light. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh this, is, this is a gold mine. I'm doing one more. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry if this is bad radio, but I'm really enjoying these quotes. I may actually come to edit this tomorrow and think, what the fuck is this nonsense? <laughs> I think I think what makes it funny is how you read it out as well. Yeah. Oh, what? what? <laughs> this is strange, this one. This is an example of like where the randomness stops mm. to make no sense. Bank is a professional term for peep show. It's not even the right quote marks no. for English. <laughs> yeah. That's the quote marks for German. Or well, French as well, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. French quote marks. <laughs> I'll take a picture of that one. What is the background image? It looked like it was... A, it's, it's somebody doing <laughs> the heart sign in the sunset. Not very well. That heart sign looks like it's got an abscess on the right-hand side. <laughs> it's an enlarged heart. <laughs> With intelligent awareness come intelligent thoughts. Yeah, maybe. And it's got a picture of a leaf. Oh, it looks like a heart. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, one last one, and then we really are going to move on. I'm just going to show you both this one, and one of you has to read it out and try and explain what the picture is of. Okay. Because this... <laughs> <laughs> Shall I read this? Yeah, yeah, go on. Bang your head against the dragon. <laughs> And what's it a picture of? It's a picture of a woman on like a cliff looking out <laughs> over the sea. <laughs> Is she looking for the dragon? Is she like, come on, bitch, I'm waiting for you to bang your head against me. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Right, I'm taking a picture of that one. Right, Inspirobot. Everybody should nice. check this out. I am going to waste many work hours looking at Inspiro.me. .me. .me. Where is that? Mexico? I don't know. Might not. Mexico is probably MX. <laughs> I've no idea what the domain is, ME. So you all know me. You would never call me the most, the world's most outgoing, gregarious, kind of love all people everywhere kind of person. No. I am... <laughs> curmudgeonly. I am curmudgeonly. But also, like, a perfect amount of people in a room for me is five. We, know, we never need more than five people around. That's a perfect amount of people for conversation. That's orgy level, right? <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> Five and above. Five and above. 
I mean, is that what happens when you get five gays in a room? You just <laughs> the, the, you just hit sort of critical mass where somebody has to get their peen out, and then it's a bit like vomiting. Once one person does it, you all have to do it. It's like we were talking about Star Trek earlier. As soon as the fifth person walks into the room, red alert! Yeah. <laughs> 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 a gay, a gay alarm goes off. It's, <laughs> Like a kind of battle station, lube just flies out of the air. <laughs> Is that how it works? Sure. Yeah. If that's what, if that's the image in your head, and it helps, why not? <laughs> so anyway, yesterday I went to Lambeth Fair. So Lambeth Fair is a event, a weekend long event that's been going unsurprisingly in the borough of Lambeth for the last sort of 44 years. And it was a bit of a shit show. I feel bad me being me because like on some level, I can kind of see how it's all quite good fun. I kind of hated it. I absolutely hated every moment of being there and I couldn't wait to leave. So it's held in a park called Brockwell Park, which is in South London. It's not one of the bigger parks in London. It's quite a nice one. I mean, if you ever come to London, like... Go and have a walk around Brockwell Park. It's a fucking trek to get to, but it's uh, it's actually quite a pleasant place. I it has take a Lido it. as well. Has a an Lido. outdoor Lido? 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 I still don't know. A Lido is an outdoor swimming pool. So is a Lido. Yeah, my girlfriend swims in it Yeah, quite frequently. Hmm. Good Lido. 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 It's definitely <laughs> Lido. But anyway, yeah, no, Brockwell Park is nice. You know, it's not huge. It's quite easy to walk around. It's sort of hilly. There's 90,000 people in it. 90 fucking thousand people in it. I didn't even know about this. How do 90,000 people mm. know about this? I didn't know about it until one of my friends messaged me today saying, are you going? I was like, "What? why would I, why, what? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? <laughs> it was just, oh, oh, just hot, <laughs> horrific. So I went to Pride last weekend <clears throat> here in and I And I would be the same in Pride. London. Yeah. I would, I would be much the same. It was really good. The parade was... Way too long, but it was good. Um, and then we went, we made the mistake of trying to go and get something to drink. Mistake. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's the best way to get to this bar? You know, which you bar know were you like, trying to get to? King's Arms. Because <clears throat> there are no other pubs to you. That's <laughs> yeah. the only one. <laughs> there were a few, but everybody was in the street. Like the whole of the street, that whole section of Polar Street was just like rammed. <laughs> And it was one of those moments. I actually like, really like the King's Arms, by the way. <laughs> you love it. You're well into it. Well, I, <laughs> it is literally the only place in London where I'm a sex symbol. <laughs> it's fucking great. Like, it, is, it is just my kind of place. I like the last time we were in there after the march. <laughs> after the march. And yeah. you were like, why are there so many women in here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, I don't really know. Why are there so many women in here? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was seemingly, it was seemingly devoid of hairy men. It's, it's that kind of like very homose- homosexual that the upstairs is where the female toilets are and everybody goes in them. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. Because <laughs> fuck women. Because <laughs> they're like, these are the cleanest toilets because, you know... <laughs> Not the, much bumming not goes many, on in there. <laughs> not many people think that they should go to those ones, therefore, anyway. Um, well, it's a great pub. It's a, it's a cool yeah, pub. I, I like it. You would not have liked it last week. No, of course not. <clears throat> it was horrendously warm. What was interesting was it was warmer outside because the amount of people that were in the street. When I actually got into the bar, I was like, oh, it's a bit cooler in here. And there weren't that many people, but 
it took me forever to get there. So I completely agree. Too many people in one place just makes something so unenjoyable. I'd stayed for about an hour and was like, I need to leave. I just can't cope with this anymore. I realise that like we're in the minority here, that like some people love it, crowds of people. You know I don't mind crowds, but when you literally can't move and you don't have any mm. space to even like turn around on the spot. I think spot. when it impacts on my personal comfort is when I get upset. Like if I can put myself somewhere in a crowd where I'm kind of sat down and I've got a drink and I've not too hot or cold and I don't need to wee and I'm just like, okay, I'm good. Then it's like, yeah, this is fine. But it's like when you actually need to, like the Notting Hill Carnival, we went to that a couple of years ago. And it was like the whole day was just a constant cycle of I need the loo, I need a drink, like we've lost the light to light the spliff, like now someone else needs a wee, now we've run out of tobacco, now and we the need to get some more drink, like, now someone else needs them... a wee. <sighs> and it, yeah, each one of those takes like a 20 minute seg- segment of time. 20 minute segue. Yeah, and it's like by the end of the day you've just like tried to source overpriced alcohol and tried to piss, like, and that's kind of all you've managed to do. And that's the thing that really pisses me off. You actually just, I realised you just nailed it for me. What actually irritates me about these kind of events is I accept the fact that if I go to an event like this, I'm going to be ripped off. Yeah. It's just going to happen. And that's, I don't like it, but, you know, I just, I'll accept that, you know, I'm a captive audience, therefore I can Mm -hmm. be overcharged. So, you know, I paid, I paid like £8 for a pit of bread with some falafel and hummus. Yeah. You know, I said, well, you know, I've paid more for less. It was fine. It wasn't that great, but it was edible. Um, I paid £23 for a bottle of wine. And, and again, it's like, you know, I've paid more. Well, actually, later on that day, I paid, I <laughs> accidentally paid about £45 for a bottle of what? wine. What? But in its defence, it was fucking nice. <laughs> you know, it Bloody was... should be for that price. I, yeah. I, 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 I ordered the wrong one because oh. we escaped Oops. to a wine. We kind of escaped to a wine bar around the corner. <laughs> Trendy wine bar. It used to be. <laughs> a, it was actually really nice. Used to be a bank. It, no, it was a really nice place. <laughs> it was actually a really nice place, but it was you know for people richer than I. But the problem is that like I go and spend twenty three pounds on a bottle of wine in in Brockwell Park, and it's shitty, crappy wine, <laughs> and that's kind of my problem. That like all I want. Is something I can enjoy drinking. Mm. I knew that I couldn't drink beer in a place like this because although I kind of don't mind beer, I'm not the biggest drinker of it in the world, but it just goes straight through me. Yeah. Like, I, I would need to piss every five minutes and I can't be in a place like that where I'm going to have to queue up for 15 minutes to go to the toilet and it's going to be shitty chemical toilets, Ugh, yeah. which I can imagine by the end of the day look a bit like four-day festival toilets. When we, and I don't know if you've had, anyone's ever experienced yeah. four-day festival toilets. I have. Yeah. I have not, but when I was in Iceland a few weeks ago, we went. We visited one of the national park things, and they got some portaloos, and they must, like, change them every... Three weeks. Uh, no, three weeks, yeah. And, my God, I was like, why is all the liquid and shit and toilet paper and everything still at the bottom of this portaloo? <coughs> And I don't know if they're the same as the ones at, at like, mm. festivals where you're effectively just peeing onto yeah. other people's pee. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, pretty the much. The portaloos that I'm used to have a flush. 
Oh no! Yeah, not in festivals. No, not in festivals. Well, they might do now. It's, it's, it's just, just like a, a hole, and then you just yeah, you, this is like a math yeah. Because I heard a story about somebody who dropped a mobile phone down oh, in no. another. I think it was no. in Korea or no. somewhere, no. and climbed down to no. get the mobile phone. No. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> no, it's ruined. Yeah. just claim on the insurance. <laughs> they literally drowned. I'm not even kidding. They drowned in other people's shit uh-huh. and piss. Fine. The word is effluent, by the way. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so um, in 2003, when I walked the Camino de Santiago, we ended up staying in this Christian commune for one night. Yuck. It was really weird. I mean, it is a Catholic pilgrimage, so you're going to experience some of this. But this was... (laughs) Was Lights out at eight. Um, it, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. it was that kind of territory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, was there like a crucifix above every bed? No, no, it wasn't. Okay. It was quite hippie, hippie uh, Christian. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Did you say like, excuse me, where can one buy some weed around? Here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. But the point, I'm being, the point I'm getting to is like, it was in the middle of nowhere a completely they built the entire place themselves out of wood but it also meant that the toilet was essentially the thing you're describing mm-hmm. on meth <laughs> Yeesh. so it was it's a little bit like have you ever seen the film um slumdog millionaire yeah Oh yeah, when he's trying to have a poo. When he's trying to have a poo. Yeah. And he's yeah, and it's just like a huge long drop. Huge long drop. That's exactly yeah. what it was like. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to go to the toilet there. Uh, Did it? You know, like when you splash into a swimming pool and it sort of goes <laughs> and then fly it oh back gosh. up again. Is that oh what happened? God. It was about a six foot drop, if I remember correctly. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's a proper splat. Wow. My, there would have had to be there would have had to be lead in my shit to, it, to have enough splash back to get back. To <laughs> I was going to say, did you feel any little droplets back uh, on your ass? <laughs> I feel terrible right now. Uh. So um, after about two hours, I. Because, like, my friend was down from Manchester, so I felt, like, a bit obligated to stick around. And, you know, it was great to see him and all. Um, but I was just, every moment I was there, just, I was kind of hating being there. Although I, I um, photobombed somebody's... <laughs> somebody, well, I, Amazing. I, I sort of photobombed somebody, because as we were walking away, this, there was this kind of group of about eight girls who are literally half my age. One of them asked somebody I was with to take a photo. And... My, my friend was sort of trying to usher me out of the way. And I was saying, look, what, you, you, what you're telling me is they don't, want my, they don't want a photo of me. They want a photo of them. Just kind of hamming it up. And then I got dragged into their photo. Oh, my God. Which was kind of peculiar. And then we left. And as we were leaving, um, there was a, almost a fight going on between this girl and this lad on a bike. And I, I, don't, I have no idea what it was about. But then I was told later on, that because I obviously had missed a little bit of the beginning of this fight, mm-hmm. that the lad on the bike had been accused of trying to run over somebody in a wheelchair. What? But but like we were all sort of saying afterwards that like we're not convinced that the accusation was entirely correct. Everyone was a bit scummy, <laughs> bit chavvy, yeah. bit chavvy. Yeah. I on the Sunday last week I went to Black Pride in. Vauxhall Pleasure Garden. They have a separate pride. This is what was weird. Uh, no, <laughs> but they have a they have a, a pride event called. So it's like so. It's clarify like, for me. This is a gay 
black pride. Yeah, and I presume it's it's. But you're a massive racist. Like, why did you go? <laughs> I went to prove that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I went. You wouldn't a, go near one of these guys, I, would you? I went. <laughs> I, I went with our mutual black lady friend. Oh, our mutual black lady friend. I have a black friend. <laughs> you have one too. Uh, no, I sorry, have, world. I have we're, few... we're actually not really particularly racist. We're just fucking about. We really are, yeah. Anyway, no, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. But one thing, one thing I found really odd was that they'd somehow booked Diane Abbott to to like say some stuff on stage. And I have a lot of respect for Diane Abbott. I don't don't hugely <laughs> think she's the best at what she does. However, she was like... Diana, Diana Abbott is a member of parliament for our international oh, listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she is a she's black She's the shadow lady. home secretary. She's the shadow home secretary. And mm-hmm. she gets a fucking shed ton of flack from the right wing of politics. She really does. And I, I have a lot of respect for her for that reason. But she went up on the microphone <coughs> and she was like... For a start, she couldn't really speak, and she was like, she couldn't. She had a microphone, and she was like talking really, like yeah. really low voice, and, and, she, and she probably doesn't really approve. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then she was like, "I was fighting for LGBTQ rights even before it was fashionable." And I think she wanted to say fashionable, <laughs> yeah. but, and then thought better of it. Yeah. <laughs> was popular. <laughs> And I think she went on like this, and I, you know, what she said wasn't particularly a terrible thing, but she really was like trying to incite, like, you know, political uprising within her ethnic group, and they were just like, (laughs) 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 and she was on for about two minutes, and then it was just like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And I think a lot of people had turned up just to see Diane Abbott, and were like, oh. No. Disappointing. Was that it? <laughs> um, was the was the mayor not there? Uh, no, he led the parade. He led the the, the main white parade. people parade. <laughs> yeah, the, the white, white parade. <laughs> the white people parade. He knows his audience. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sadiq. No, I was going to say, why didn't I get an invite with our with our mutual friend? But I was actually in Italy at the time, so I couldn't have come anyway. Yeah, I also think. And plus, she, I hate gay people. Yeah, this is why I think I think we didn't bother. Yeah. Um, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't going to go. Um, I was going to try and catch up with her the previous day. I actually, even though I really, really hate crowds of people, I probably would have at least acknowledged Pride going on. I've actually, I've actually never been in, to London or Manchester. I've never been to either of them. The we should go to Brighton Pride. Is, yeah, it's Brighton, Brighton Pride in August. Soon. We yeah. should totally go down to into into Brighton. I'd actually rather go to the Manchester one, which is the uh, Bank Holiday weekend. Mm. But I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm, when is Brighton Pride? Shall I ask Bri- Siri if he knows when Brighton Pride it's is? It's like the fourth or fifth of August. Hey Siri, when's Brighton Pride this year? My web search turns something up for when is Brighton Pride this year. Have a look. Thanks. I will. And what is it? Fourth to the sixth of August. Yeah, it's a possibility. I might. I might go down. A lot of people totally have told go. me that it still has this um, this traditional element of politics about it. That the current pride. I, pride I always assumed Brighton Pride would be just a little bit over Twinky. <laughs> over Twinky. <laughs> just for the Twinks. Just for the Twinks. Aren't there a range of gays in Brighton? They've, they've got the Beach Bod. <laughs> beach Bod Pride. Well, I. I've, is it? What's the street? Is it St. James's Street? Mm. Or it might just be called St. James. St. James. Yeah, St. Yeah. James. And that's, yeah. that's where, uh, that's where, where a lot revenge of... revenge is. Lots of bumming happens there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah. I like it. Uh, there's a good bar actually yeah, on I that like street that I really like. That I've been a bunch of times. I've stayed at a hotel around the corner from there. Brighton's actually very nice. Yeah. I, I came down to the south of England intending to move to Brighton. I still I, would like to at some point. It's I'm been never going to do that. It's but been my dream for quite some time. Just too expensive. Yeah. But, but then it, so is London and we're here. Yeah. But we're already here and it's easy. And it's, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we're here now. We might as well stay. <laughs> Such London problems. Do you know what? Yes, yesterday I went to a friend's party and um, along the way I'd ordered some stuff from Amazon and sent it to like an Amazon locker. Along the way I, I decided to kind of be um, savvy with my time and picked up my parcel on the way so I went to the party and it was fine and when I left I was saying goodbye to people while I was carrying this parcel and they were like are you stealing their parcel? <laughs> I'm like no I picked it up along the way and somebody actually <laughs> actually said to me you are so London picking up your shopping on the way to a party <laughs> and I'm like Holy shit, yeah, that is That's like, pretty London. That is definitely the way, London. The way you're characterising the way that person said that, it sounds so bitch. <laughs> it was. No, I, I, I like Andy very much. So what was the um, percentage of straight people at this party? Um, I would say the ratio was more like 50 to 1. Jesus. <laughs> there was, so there were some? There were some straight people, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't really know why I asked that. Just curious. I think it's time to shut this podcast down. Yes. Say goodnight, cats. Good night, cats. Say goodnight, Rocky. Good night, Rocky. Good. <laughs> I was going to say, say goodnight, Pete. <laughs> we both were going to say. <laughs> Good night, Pete. <laughs> Good night. night. So, last recording, um, Gary was a fucking state, wasn't he? <laughs> like, you, you might have noticed state. that, like, I just sort of gave up. <laughs> it did become... Like, Farcical. After, after you had your meltdown. <laughs> which, so good. Which was hilarious. Uh, uh, did, have you heard the episode? Not yet, no. All right, because it's, it's in it. I actually, what I kind of did is... I. I'd stopped that question at happy celebration. And then in the outro, I kind of just played, just, because I couldn't think of a better way of doing it, because it just would have been a bit nonsensey to just have four minutes of me crying, laughing. <laughs> and me just like trying to describe what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was really, really funny. It was. <laughs> it, it, that kind of spontaneous monologue was yeah. just genius but, but he's really good at that yeah but then you know probably whiskey's a strange drink I don't <laughs> I don't drink whiskey but my, when I used to drink a lot of whiskey it's one of them sort of drinks that if you if you drink beer because because it's inherently not that strong mm. you can sort of drink it you you it won't hit you in the face. Yeah. Whereas I think whiskey, because it's so strong, <coughs> you can kind of glug your way through it and your body doesn't process it at the speed <laughs> you're drinking it. So you yeah. can suddenly find yourself absolutely annihilated <laughs> like 25 minutes down the line and without realising. And I think that's probably yeah. what happened to him. When he was pouring like half that bottle into one drink and then drinking yeah. it in like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's holiday peats. Uh. <laughs> 
I did think. Um, it, was it, was, it. it was good to see him. It was good to see him. It was It was quite cute because he was sort of saying, oh, this was so much fun. We should do this again. Uh, yeah. But, you know, he, th- th- then he'll go home and he won't. <laughs> I just enjoyed because when... So you'd, you'd gone... What had happened? Yeah, you'd, I can't remember. You, you, uh, you must I have got in the taxi. Fever. I had hay fever, yeah, so I went and you, you got a taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stuck around, and I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head off now. And Gary was like, no, got to stay and play some Tekken. <laughs> 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 so he spent the next 45 minutes or so playing Tekken, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and after you went, we spent another hour playing Tekken. <laughs> and I, I won something like 20 times in a row. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Which is which is rare because he's usually <laughs> shit hot at these kind of games. He was he was like telling me how to try and beat Pete, and I almost came close. And Gary was like, "What? Just just one more? Just hit him You need to do oh. <laughs> I felt like I'd let him down so much because oh. <laughs> we both run won a round each, and we like both had this yeah. much life left on the third round (laughs) and you got the last hit in (laughs) I'm not even any good at it I I don't play it very much I I play Pro Evolution Online is is my main 